Hi, I'm Mac, and I'm a three on the monster fucker scale. Hi, I'm Tyler, and I'm a one on the monster fucker scale. And this is Date My Monster. Intro Did you go music. up on the monster fucker scale? Did I? No, I've, I've been yeah, at I a one. Yeah, I thought you were a zero. No, I've been at a one. Oh, I thought you were a zero for some reason. I think... For... I'm a... Let's see, what's one? I'm a monster fan. fan. So Yeah, so for new people here... Zero is our monster fucker scale goes as such. Zero, no monster fucking at all. One, monster fan. Two, monster asexual in brackets, only in it for the romance. Three, humanoid monster fucker. Four, werewolf fucker. And five, horny on main for all monsters. Yes, the monster fucker Kinsey scale. As I, yes. as I like to dub it. Yes, I think it's a good dub for it. It is a good dub. You're absolutely correct. And this this episode, we're actually recording, like, in a reasonable time frame after the last one. I know. How, it's been, like, what, three weeks? Yes, three weeks. Three weeks. It's been a couple months since I did research on this monster, so <laughs> I may forget some of my notes. Be like, why did I write this? You know, that's okay. You'll be, you'll be experiencing it for the first time along with me, so that's okay. Yes. I'll be telling you the research and be like, what, really? I it's like, <laughs> I wow, that's so crazy. <laughs> so interesting. I love how this author wrote everything, too. It's great. <laughs> wow, so good. You didn't even have to do the research for it. It just plopped right in front of you. Yeah. Okay, so this week's monster is Bat Boy. Bat Boy? Like Robin? <laughs> okay, that goes into... Sorry, I'm going, I had a picture up that I was going to send you in Discord, and now I've copied something else, so let me just, I'll pull up a picture and be ready. So that actually goes into, like, how I found this, is because um, I was listening to, like, a podcast, and they were talking about um, DC superheroes and, like, DC comics and stuff, and they talked about Bat Boys, and, like, as, I think as, like, a group of Robins, they were, like, Bat Boys, and I was like, well, I want to read more about these stories, it sounds interesting, and Bat Boy came up, and I was like, what the fuck is this monstrosity? <laughs> and so... Did you drop it in the Discord? The, yes, I just found it again. Oh, okay, perfect. I have to open up Discord. You fucking lazy bitch. I know, tell me about it. There you are. Oh. I didn't mute my computer. Oh! You unprofessional. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is Bat Boy. That literally looks like an edited picture of Dracula. That's fucking awful. It looks like an edited picture of a child. It looks like Dracula as a child with the biggest eyes I've ever seen and also a double chin. Yeah. No, I think that's just him opening up his mouth as wide as it can go. You just get that effect. That's true. That's very true. I um, feel like I'm going to send you the image that was so his very first publication. Oh, good. I'm so excited to see this. It's the same exact image. Batchild found in cave. What is this? Yep. Weeklyworldnews.com tabloid. Yes. So... To go into Bat Boys, his origin. So the first, the stories about him first appeared in Weekly World News in 1992. He was created by Dick Kalupa. <laughs> Kulupa. Um, Weekly World News is a U.S. tabloid. It's essentially yep. one of those like Dingo ate my baby kind of tabloids. Like, well, that was that stories. was actually true. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, whoops. <laughs> but they just kind of, like, publish stories that they say are factual but actually right. fabricated. Like, they're one of those, like, uh, U.S. Weekly where it's, like, Obama's having an affair on Michelle Obama. Like, one of those, like, tabloids. <laughs> the the Sun where it's, like, um, Obama is gay. Harry Styles, gay lover or something like that. Yes. Yes, something like that. They're all somehow about Obama. Yes. Well, now they're all about Biden, I think. That's true. Well, this one's about Batboy, so... Yes, Batboy. So, his description, if you couldn't tell from the image, is he is half human, half bat. You know, the Batman we wanted and never got. Right. And then... So, looking at this image, this is no man. This is some kind of baby bat monster. I don't know... Because, like, in all the stories, he's a man, I'm pretty sure... Okay, so the picture is not an a- accurate representation of what. So the bat, the bat the, boy is a man. I I it is his life story, but I think a majority of his story is him as an adult. I see. Okay, okay. But like, this is the only picture of him, and if he looks vaguely familiar, it's because in the uh, Gravity Falls intro, like at the end when all those images are popping up and then the like family photo plops up bat boy is one of the pictures in the uh gravity falls intro okay i was gonna say this picture does look super familiar i only noticed it after i did research for bat boy and then of course re-watching gravity falls i was like hey that's (laughs) there he is a such a small world because i feel like that's the only time bat boy has been referenced by anything in popular media so yeah probably it was destined to be I know. So tell me tell me more about Bat Boy. Okay. So he grew up living in a cave. Don't know if he was born there. I would like more information about the woman or man who fucked a bat to <laughs> conceive this hell spawn. <laughs> I was gonna say it at least has to be part human because there's no way someone's ears or teeth or eyes would grow would evolve that quickly. So Yeah, and they say he's half human, half bat. Something had to fuck a bat. Now, did this child come out of a bat vagina or a human vagina? You know, that's a great question. My bet is on human vagina. No. Same. He ate his way out of his mother's womb. I'm going to go with human vagina just because I don't think a bat could carry something as large as this baby because it looks like it's supposed to be the size of a regular human child it just has bat-like features but that still brings up the question of some woman had a bat fucker and i don't want to i don't super want to think about that <laughs> we don't have that's a... not oh sorry go ahead i was like that's not monster fucking that's just bestiality <laughs> at that point i was gonna say we don't have a bat fucking scale so <laughs> i think it's i i think that's probably a not not a good thing Monster fucking and bestiality, it gets sketchy in some places. I feel like a lot of the times bestiality has to happen to get a monster fucker, which is unfortunate. I feel like that that's where four and five on the scale are starting to lean into because with number three, at least, they're humanoid. Um, yes. That's why I was like, werewolf fucker is where you get in like kind of confusing because it's like, well, they're a wolf, 
but they're also a human. Like that whole idea, I forget who it is, and I've wa- I've wanted to bring it up because I've seen it a few times. But there's this whole like checklist you have to go through before you're okay to fuck a monster, and it's like they have to be capable of like um, human language. They have to be capable of giving consent, and there's like one yes. other tier. And I feel like if you're going through that checklist to see if you can fuck it, you are number five. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. I haven't even seen that checklist before. <laughs> Who's consulting that? Yeah. Oh, God. If you were like, I need to know if I can fuck it, then it's like, okay, you're five. You're horny on main for all monsters if your only concern is whether or not it can give consent, which is an important concern to have. That is. No, it's very important. Um... That, yeah, that is probably the most important part. Um, I mean, I guess I was going to say that, like, you would need to have, like, compatible genitalia. But. Yes. I mean. Eh. eh we don't know what everyone's Bigfoot. Everyone's got a mouth. We don't. I'm sorry? I said everyone's got a mouth. Mm, I mean, the Flatwoods monster might not have had a mouth. We don't know. How would it ingest? Well, it's an alien. I'm looking through our Discord, and all the pictures you sent me, it has a mouth of some kind. Whether it be just a straight line, it does have a mouth. I stand corrected. Anyways, please continue. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, he grew up in a cave. That's all the information we get about his childhood. He is pursued by scientists and U.S. government officials. It's never clarified... Why? Like, it doesn't say if they were trying to... Why were they trying to capture him? Were they trying to study him? What U.S. government officials? There are a lot of different U.S. government officials. Yes. What kind of scientist? Are we talking bat scientist? Human scientist? Crypto scientist? That's true. They don't specify. It's like when someone... Like, when, um, you know, someone has an emergency on a plate in a movie. They're like, is anyone a doctor? It's like, (laughs) I'm a doctor of uh, English literature. Yes. It's like, okay, asshole. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, we get it. You have your PhD. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, it just says he's pursued by scientists and U.S. government officials. It's like, I can understand why they want to pursue him, but I would enjoy more details about it. (laughs) Yes, there's not enough to go off of here. Yeah. So, um, in his time in World Weekly News, there were a lot of stories about him. Most of the stories were him being frequently captured and then making daring escapes. Um, which leads me to conclude that these were apparently some shitty scientists and government officials if they were constantly capturing him and then he was escaping. How had they not figured out an effective way to capture him? How many times does he have to be captured before you get the cage right? Like, come on. Exactly. Yeah, it's like, if it was even, like, twice, I feel like that's really bad. But repeatedly implies at least five. Yeah, repeatedly implies that, like, this is an event where it's like, oh, hey, like, are we going to have our weekly chat while you have me in a cage and I slowly make my way out. Is just this is this just therapy for you? Like you talking to the Bat Boy? Like Let let the Bat Boy hold your secrets. Yes. Yeah. He's got big ears for a reason. Yes, he's there to listen. And big eyes. He can see into your soul. And sharp and teeth for is, ripping yeah. out your throat. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's why it's very vague on the scientists and U.S. government officials, because he just kills them once he gets out of the cage. So they got to send new ones every single time. They just keep throwing scientists of different disciplines at this thing, hoping that one yeah. will have a breakthrough. Yeah, it's some different U.S. government official like, ooh, should we send the Secretary of State and this uh, engineering scientist to go get him this time? <laughs> like, yeah, 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 that sounds good. You'll figure something out. They send the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development to deal with this creature. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you filled out all your pa- all the qualifying paperwork? Have you submitted all the right forms? I don't know how to get them. Like, <laughs> I don't think this bat boy has a valid birth certificate. Or a social security <laughs> number. He should be deported. Where's Homeland Security? Oh, they're not They're not on this mission for another five um, elected officials. That's true. They, are, they already killed the last Secretary of Housing and... Or wait, no. Not House... Uh, secretary of Homeland Defense. Yeah. So, they're up in the rotation we, we, soon. We got a list of who's next to go after Bat Boy. Sometimes it's just a draw of the hat. Everyone's got to put their names in. It's like Secret Santa. It's like that one short story, The Lottery, where instead of getting uh, stoned to death publicly by all of your neighbors, you get uh, given to the Bat Boy as a <laughs> yes. sacrifice. Yeah, they're not. They're no longer pursuing Bat Boys. They are feeding Bat Boy scientists and U.S. government <laughs> officials. <laughs> I mean, in a sense, they are pursuing Bat Boy. They're pursuing his stomach. It made me think of um, when I brought up the, like, Secret Santa. It's like they have a bowl of elected U.S. officials and just scientists go up and pick out a bowl. And that's the U.S. government official they're stuck with for the next trip. Oh, God. The person you get to die with. the Hunger Games. Yes. (laughs) The Hunger Games. Yes, that's a very apt comparison. So, continuing on in his, you know, just more about the Bat Boy. At some point in his little weekly news strip, um, Bat Boy joins a death metal band as their lead singer. Okay. Alright, this is... (laughs) Okay, what's the name of the death metal band? I don't don't know. I don't think it's said. Oh my Um, god. I do have a question. Does this make it harder for him to escape the scientists and government officials? Or does it make it easier for him to capture because he's the lead singer and they just have to go to where their gigs are going? Like, well, you said it was black metal, right? Or was it heavy metal? Uh Uh-huh. Death metal. Death metal. Yeah. uh, I don't really know any death metal fans, but uh, I don't think they like the government. So I think they would probably assist Batboy. Good point. I I had the question of why did he do this? And then the side comment of it does kind of fit his aesthetic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, you would too. If you you looked like he did, you'd become a lead singer in a death metal band. Yeah, I mean, like, no one's going to question it. It's like, oh, more baby metal? Oh, okay. The only death metal band that I know is baby metal. (laughs) Yeah. I imagine he fits that aesthetic as being kawaii, but metal. Like, come on. Yeah, I think he would do great as the lead singer. Okay, so the most current information about Bat Boy, with my only complaint being like, come on now, give him a name. (laughs) (laughs) At this point. (laughs) Yes. So, current information about him is he is hitchhiking with a typical American family after resigning from being president of the United States and king... And has placed Weekly World News columnist Ed Anger under arrest and says saying goodbyes to Beyonce, a half Sasquatch 
with whom he was romantically involved with, and Dr. Ron, the original scientist who found him. Uh, um, I don't even know where to start with that whole thing that you just said. Would you said. like me to repeat it? <laughs> I would actually like you to repeat it because I think that I was so, like, stunned by the first part of it that I... And then also when you said Obama... You no wait you didn't say I didn't, Obama I didn't say Obama you did or you so, didn't I did not I said Beyonce <laughs> oh, oh why did I think Obama because we were talking both, about Obama yes okay okay yeah. he so did also he say is, goodbye to Obama he just wanted to keep it low key you know yeah so he's currently hitchhiking with a we'll just start from the beginning and work our way through it how about that yeah sounds so great he, he's currently hitchhiking with a typical American family okay. So, let's unpack that. Typical Uh American family, what does that mean? I don't... I'm assuming it's husband and wife, uh, son and daughter. Oh, okay. Typical, like, straight white nuclear family? That's what I'm thinking. Like, that's, like, kind of the definition of quote-unquote typical American family, and something I would not be surprised with from a publication like World Weekly News. You know, a, a family can really be anything. It could be a mom, a dad, and a kid. It could be a mom, dad, two kids, and some hideous bat child. Uh-huh. Um, or adult man. He's an adult man at this point, right? I would imagine so. I mean, but he's constantly referred to as bat boy, so maybe he just doesn't look like he's aging. Yeah, because he was technically, he was quote-unquote born in 1992, so he's only five years older than us. That's true. Maybe this is just outdated. I, I'm sure he's an adult now. Um, yeah. <laughs> imagine like road tripping across America with Dracula. <laughs> with that, that is my fucking dream. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, okay. How about Nosferatu? How about road tripping across with Nosferatu? Is that the um, guy from um, Hunchback of Notre Dame? Um. No. Nosferatu is like another vampire. Um. I, I can send a picture to the chat yes he's like one of the earlier vampires but more disgusting oh have you seen have you seen the spongebob episode where spongebob is working the graveyard shift graveyard shift of the crusty crab yes the you remember at the end when they're all like nosferatu because he's like turning the lights on oh 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 yes yes Oh, yes. This is this is adult bat boy. Oh my god. Okay, so we found Nosferatu's son. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my god. We did it. So imagine road tripping across America with a coffin in your backseat. Oh, just <laughs> a hearse. During yes. the day, he can just lay in the coffin. Well, I have some questions about this family he's traveling with. Do they know he's a bat boy? Or do they think that he's just, like, is he pretending to be a normal, like, kid? Like, hitchhiking, being like, hey, guys, can I come along with you guys on your trip? Like, like, why did they let him into their car? I mean, um, I would not, absolutely not let this thing into my car. Yeah, like, that's kind of, like, I'm just like, how did he... Also, is it just one family? Is it multiple families? Is it hitchhiking if you're just going along with them for their family vacation? I was going to say, at that point, you're just part of the family. <laughs> like, it's not yeah. hitchhiking. Uh, if you have no destination, it is just you have, you're have you on their vacation with them. You're not hitchhiking anymore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Um, okay, so what was the next part after that? So, hitchhiking with a typical American family. He's doing this after resigning from being President of the United States yeah. and King of the United States. I do remember that, actually. I do remember that happening. Uh-huh. When he was, he was uh, President 40, 45 and a half. Uh-huh. He was and in, King. And King. He, for, for about five minutes. And then he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm bored. So, yeah, I have questions. Um, did he get voted in? Does this mean the government officials caught him? Or did he outsmart them by becoming president? <laughs> Which one is it? I, I love the thought of that. Where he they're just like, oh, man, now he's president. It's like, it's like you're the government. Yeah. <laughs> you can just make him not president. Do an assassination. But he's also king. So does that mean they... Did he become king specifically so they couldn't impeach him? He was like, I fucking did it, you assholes. You've been after me for so long, and now I'm in charge. Yes, that's exactly what happened. He he took the constitution, ripped it up, and then replaced it with um, a treatise, (laughs) thereby declaring the United States a, uh, a... Not a democracy, a monarchy, with him as the king. Um, the government officials went to, like, capture him, and he just pulled out an Uno reverse card. Oh, shit! And they had to handcuff each other? Mm-hmm. They're like, damn it, Bat Boy, you got us again. Done it again. Done How it do again. you always do this? Bat Boy! And they all just, like, look at the camera, and there's, like, a laugh track. Yeah. This would be a good, this would be a good sitcom. Yes. We have a single episode for a sitcom. Maybe a few episodes. Yes. I think... I, th- I think if Batboy was left unchecked, I mm-hmm. think he could probably get us to Mars. Yes. Yeah. Or something. What, what's after this part? Okay. So after he did that, um, he has placed weekly world news columnist Ed Anger under arrest. <laughs> um, so... Ed Anger is a pseudo-anonymous con- columnist, and I really want to know what he did to Batboy. I, <laughs> why does Batboy have the jurisdiction to arrest this person? Because he's president and king. But what did Ed Anger do to Batboy? <laughs> um, that's a good question. What, what did Ed Anger do to Batboy? Um, I think he's kind of like a J. Jonah Jameson character. Yes. Like he's like I need pictures of Bat Boy. <laughs> Give me pictures of the Bat Boy. <laughs> I think that's that's why uh that's why um he was placed under arrest for libel. Mm-hmm. I'm also curious if cuz this was originally created by Dick Kalupa, so pulling back the curtain, I wonder if the columnist for Ed Anger did something to Dick Kalupa that he was like, "Fuck you. That's My sh- Batboy character is placing you under arrest." <laughs> That's a you know that that is probably what happened. Did uh, Ed Anger also work at weeklyworldnews.com? Yeah, he was a columnist. He's just like a a, a pseudo-anonymous column. Like, I think it's like one of those, like, ask this person kind of columnists. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. That's probably what happened. Or they're just the good friends. (laughs) Yeah. Or they're just trying to stir up fake drama in their own news column. I know. They've got an ongoing world here with Batboy. Um, Yeah. What what did Batboy do after placing Ed Anger under arrest? So he says his goodbyes to those 
near and dear to him, including um, Beyonce. Is he dying? Why is he saying goodbye? Because he's like gave up being president and king and now he's going hitchhiking with a typical American family. Like, I think he's leaving this life behind and going road tripping for the rest of his life, apparently. Apparently this American family is only road tripping for the rest of their life. They're going to finish this road trip and drive off a cliff. Wow. So inspiring. (laughs) Yeah. They are doing the uh, the Pan American Highway. They get to uh-huh. the top of Canada and just drive straight into the into the Pacific or the Arctic Ocean. I'm just imagining like a wax faced, uncanny valley white family just smiling as they're drowning in their car. And I can't decide if Batboy is peacefully going along with it or frantically scraping at the windows trying to get out. I, I, I think it's funnier if he's frantically scraping at the windows trying to get out. And the rest of the family is just smiling as they're slowly sinking. That Yes, that is what's going to happen. I think you predicted the future. Yes. Batboy. Now, I'm now the author of the weekly Batboy comic. Oh my god. What's your beef with that anger? Tell us. <laughs> I'll never say. It's oh, no. Wow. You got to keep an, an aura of mystery around it. Exactly. Um, so he says goodbye to Beyonce, a half Sasquatch with whom he was romantically involved with. Is there another, uh, is there another piece? or does There th- is. But I just thought we would settle on this half Sasquatch he had a romantic relationship with. Because the, I don't, I couldn't find anything about this relationship with the half Sasquatch, not even pronouns. So like, the <laughs> so I will address the half Sasquatch. Um, but mm-hmm. the way that you ended the sentence, or the way that you ended the blurb, made it sound like Beyonce was the name of this <laughs> of this half Sasquatch, and that's why I was like, is there more to this sentence? Oh no, sorry, no. <laughs> Beyonce is not the name of the half Sasquatch. The half Sasquatch is separate from Beyonce. Okay, okay. That's that's what I thought, but the way the sentence was stated implied that, and I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> um, she's she's, she's kind of like just decided to be all free and natural, you know? Yeah, oh yeah. No, so I, people made some very rude comments about it. I know, people are too mean to Beyonce. Um yeah. I was gonna... Oh, yeah. So, the half Sasquatch. Let's address this. Um, So, does this imply that, like, Bigfoot had a kid? Is this Bigfoot's child? That's a good point. Um, I will inform you that reading um, cryptozoology stuff, Sasquatch, and I think... No. Never mind. I take it back. I'm an idiot. It's the same thing. I thought they were different for some reason. But I'm thinking of the snow monster. Oh, the Yeti? Yeti. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Ah, I see. Okay. Um, Also, half Sasquatch, half what? Are we to assume human or... I think it's supposed to be human. I would like to assume human because if they are two half creatures, I would like them to have half of something in common to have a romantic relationship, you know? That's true. That's true. It's less weird that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, okay, so someone got to Bigfoot, um, had a child Before with... you. Before... <laughs> oh my god. Yes, I'm so that's sorry exactly you had to find what out I meant. this way, Tyler. Oh no! How dare you? My heart is broken. I can never do this show again. <laughs> we're, 
We're Big ending fun. five episodes. We're a miniseries. Maybe we can uh, put those, this podcast in for like a Peabody for like miniature works or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, you also, weird to spice up your podcast? Here's 30 minutes of us talking about fucking monsters. <laughs> here's, here's us talking about this fake bat child for 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, so he knows Beyonce. Which is yes. also very funny. And I think we should leave it at that and not even yes. speculate. Oh, no, I don't. I, literally, in my notes, I just have that meme, Beyonce. Beyonce? <laughs> That's it. That's all we need. Fuck, that would have been such a good joke for me to pull out when you said Beyonce. Damn it. <laughs> That's okay. I'll, I'll do it now and you can edit it in. Beyonce? Okay, yeah, yeah. Perfect. It'll go in. That was great. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Keep, please continue. Okay, so the half Sasquatch got that relationship. And the very final um, goodbye he says to is Dr. Ron, the original scientist who found him. Okay. So what's Dr. Ron's doctorate in? Is he a, is he a biologist? Uh, They do not say it is just Dr. Ron and he's a scientist. I like that Dr. Ron uh, found this, like, crime against humanity in a cave and Uh decided to stay in contact with it instead of destroy it immediately. Well, yeah, okay, so I didn't know if Dr. Ron was the one who found him, like, in the cave or if Dr. Ron was the first one to capture him. Because if he's the first one to capture him, I would argue there's some sexual tension between him and Dr. Ron. Because why is Bat Boy specifically saying goodbye to Dr. Ron? They had to have stayed in contact. And thusly, I feel like this is an <laughs> order of, like, how much he loves these people. Beyonce, half Sasquatch, Dr. Ron, you know? Yes. I, I love that the first thing your brain went to was sexual tension. I don't know why. This again, like, I wrote this months ago. My literal note is Dr. Ron, comma, sexual tension, question mark. <laughs> is Amazing. Ron dead or did Bat Boy think he would disappear forever after this? I do not know what I was thinking when I wrote that. <laughs> you know, that's fine. I we knew this we were going to get to this point. <laughs> but, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Uh-huh. Um I feel like whatever relationship Bat Boy and Dr. Ron have is between them and it you know, it w- just wouldn't be right for us to speculate. Yes. But they did sure. Ha- I'm sure they did have sex. Like, as goodbye. Okay. Do you hear, like, mm, no, maybe not. I like how I brought it up and then was like, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> okay, we may continue on then. So, um, that's the kind of the end of Bat Boy's story. Like, personal story. Alright. There, there is, um, a Bat Boy the Musical. No, there's fucking not. It came out in 1997. It is an American rock musical. It was produced off-Broadway and London's West End. I'm surprised it was even in the West End. Off-Broadway, it's like, should be off, 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 off-Broadway. Mm-hmm. As far off as you can get. Put it in Roswell, Mexico. What was this play about? So let me... I just want to read you a little bit about this. Please. Um... So, 
I have to remember because I know there's something I specifically wanted. I'll just read you like a synopsis part of Act One. Okay. In the fictional town of Hope Falls, West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. Wow. (laughs) Three teenage spelunkers, Ron, Rick, and Ruthie Taylor, discover the Bat Boy, a deformed humanoid creature. Bat Boy attacks Ruthie and is taken captive by Rick and Ron. (gasps) And I'm assuming this is the name of the song they sing, Hold Me, Bat Boy. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) That's the song they sing, is Hold Me, Bat Boy. Hold me back while they're trying to capture this thing? While they have taken, while Batboy is taken captive, they sing the song Hold Me Batboy. Okay, so they're instantly enamored with this thing. Uh huh. Ruthie is taken to the hospital, and the Batboy is placed in the care of the Sheriff Reynolds, who brings him to the home of the local veterinarian, Dr. Peter. Dr. Peter. Meredith, Peter's wife, agrees to take him in, at which point they sing the song called Christian Charity. <laughs> Shelly, the Parker's teenage daughter, is repulsed by the Bat Boy and Naturally. infuriated by his constant screaming. Meredith- <laughs> so while they're singing Christian Charity, you just hear. No, I think they sing Christian Charity, and then this is the next scene, you know. Okay, okay. Um, is infuriated by his constant screaming, but Meredith pities him and christens him with a new name, Edgar. At which point they then sing the song Ugly Boy. They, as in the Bat Boy and Merit, or wait, who is this? What's I don't name? know. This is just how the synopsis is set up in um, uh, Wikipedia. I'm assuming, like, this is the lead up to them singing the song, or this is what the song is about. <laughs> but Bat Boy is singing it. Oh, sorry, Edgar. Edgar is also singing Edgar. it. Yes, Edgar. Great. Presumably, I don't know. He might still be a baby because he's constantly screaming, so it might just be Meredith and Shelly. Okay, okay, I see it. Okay. So, Rick Taylor, Shelly's boyfriend, who was also the boy who found uh, Bat Boy. So, Rick Taylor arrives, infuriated by Edgar's presence, threatens to kill him with a knife. Oh my which god. Leads, which leads to the song, What You Wanna Do. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should have just killed Bat Boy with a knife and not not sung a song, but that's just me. This, this upsets Shelly and Meredith, makes Rick's makes Rick leave. Meredith Meredith attempts to comfort Edgar with the song A Home for You. Okay, well at least that one makes sense with what's We're seems not to be even going halfway on. through the first act. Would you like me to continue? Cause this is the best thing I've read all year. <laughs> if you do not continue, I will start weeping. Meanwhile, the mayor of Hope Falls and the local ranchers are worried by their cattle, which are dying inexplicably. The rumors of the discovery of Bat Boy lead them to believe he must be preying on the cattle, which leads to the song, Another Dead Cow. <laughs> okay. The, okay, Part- well, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Have you found any of this song? these songs? Have you looked for them at I, all? I don't know, but like... They might be on YouTube. <laughs> I am gonna... I doubt they would be on Spotify. I'll check Spotify, I was thinking though. that, yeah. So what's the... Is it just Bat Boy the Musical? Yeah, Bat Boy the Musical. Is that two words or one? Bat Boy is two words. Um, 
It, is it, it on Spotify? It's on Spotify. Oh, okay. What's like? I need to. Oh no, I'm not pulling up Spotify on my computer. That'll sh- pull up on the mic. I am pulling it up on my phone. And um, <laughs> what which song should we listen to? Oh my god. Okay, I'm I have to pull it up on my me, phone too. Hold me, baby, bat boy. Hold me, baby, bat boy. Where is that one? It's the first one. Oh, I think it's just Hold Me Bat Boy. Oh, it's a rock song, all right. Oh, I haven't started it. Um, this is kind of good. I know. I'm now going to listen to Ugly Boy, because I just really would like to know what they're singing in Ugly Boy. Um, I want to listen to Christian Charity. <laughs> Such an ugly boy. Stupid starving freak. What? I wish you could see me right now. I'm literally just sitting at my desk with my jaw hanging fucking open. Like, that- it's, okay, so I'm, uh, t- audience, please look up Bad Boy the Musical on Spotify. It is clearly, like, not studio recordings. Like, they just rec- recorded it from the um, play and then uploaded it to Spotify, the audio files. But... But the songs are exactly what you would expect from this play. I am 0% surprised by anything. The Ugly Boy, the intro uh-huh. to that, where it's just like two people screaming. Yes. Um, yeah, amazing. it's obvious that it's the teenage daughter screaming with Bat Boy. Like, because it sounds like Bat Boy's yelling. She's like yelling, like mockingly back at him. Oh, yes. I love the... um. Let's see. Another dead cow. I love that there are reprises. So, like, Hold Me Bat Boy and then Hold Me Bat Boy reprise. There's, like, four reprises in here. Oh, my God. There are two different finales. There are two. I imagine you're upset. I am not a boy. All right. So, this is the worst thing. Oh, Hold Me Bat Boy reprise? Oh, so much better than the original. So much more emotion. I like the finale, I Am Not a Boy, is 32 seconds long. The longest song is 5 minutes and 12 seconds. The shortest song is is the 30... What was it? 32 seconds. I'm almost halfway through the song and they haven't started singing anything. Through Hold Me Bat Boy? I Am Not a Boy. Oh, I Am Not a Boy, okay. Oh God! There's sexual tense. <laughs> I'm list. I'm also listening to it now. Oh, oh my! Yes, you need to listen to it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <gasps> tell, tell, tell me that is not the sound of a woman who is like either going to come or has just came i think it's have has just came what did he say at the end of it he's like oh i'm not a boy i'm a man he says i'm a man great she says oh edgar i think she just came my little boy very clearly (gasps) he's the one who made her came he says i'm not a boy i'm a man this is horrible i hate this i'm not a boy I'm a man. Oh my god! Okay, I, I'm i gonna spoil Act 2. I'm gonna spoil the end of it, but it makes 
it it makes sense for this finale. I am not a boy. Edgar be- begs Parker to kill him, but he cannot. Oh. So Edgar reveals that he slept with Shelley. Furious <gasps> and overcome with grief, Parker slits his own throat, causing oh. Edgar to leap up on him in feed, whilst Parker <laughs> stabs him in the back. Meredith tries to intervene, but is stabbed as well, and the three fall to the ground, dead. Okay. <laughs> What kind of fucking West Side Story bullshit? Oh my god. I'm literally... I would just sat back in my chair and just was staring at the ceiling the whole time you were reading that. What the fuck? I had to get up and walk around. So, like, our assumption that you just came was probably very right. Oh my god. was So that was Shelly? Yes. Wait, who is Shelly? Shelly is the teenage daughter who hated him at first. This is oh now just going to be a Bad Boy the Musical fan cast. <laughs> <laughs> we have to retroact. We just delete all of the previous episodes of Date My Monster. Scrub we them from the internet. only talk about Bat Boy from now on. This is, this is a Bat Boy only podcast. No other cryptids exist. Only Bat Boy. Only Bat Boy the Musical. Fuck. We got to reboot I, it. I need to see this play now. I need to act it out. I need to petition for them to bring this back to a local theater nearby. Fuck. I think you should be Batboy. I feel like it would, like... I feel like you could you could pull off Batboy. I don't know why. I, maybe it's because you're just so intimately aware of his life. I agree. Um, I agree I have the chaos to be Batboy. I also want to be the slut that is Shelly who sleeps with Batboy. <laughs> I mean, I don't see why you can't be both. <laughs> It's just a jerk-off scene. <laughs> Shelly is a sock puppet. <laughs> sock, <laughs> that, puppet with the, sock puppet with the dildo inside of it. Yeah. Ooh. 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 <laughs> so, just to be clear, uh, so Edgar, Meredith, and who else dies at the end? Edgar, Meredith, and Parker. Okay, so he's Would a you vampire. Like Reread because Edgar begs Parker to kill him, but he cannot. So Edgar reveals that he slept with Shelly. Furious and overcome with grief, Parker slits his own throat. Decides to kill himself. Causing Edgar to leap upon him and feed on him. While Edgar is feeding on him, Parker stabs him in the back. Meredith tries to intervene, but is also stabbed as well. How did that happen? I don't, I'm assuming she, like, jumped in. But so, because, okay, so I think Meredith and Parker, yeah, Meredith and Parker are the people who took in um, Batboy. Okay. And Shelly is their biological daughter. I see. Okay. Um, so, I mean, not to continue. <laughs> uh, well, no, I guess to continue. Um, what was Parker's plan? Why didn't he just stab Batboy? I think he just couldn't. Okay, do you want me just to did. read through this entire play? Oh my god. Yes. Okay. Okay. We do might it. have to we might take this from the episode, but Tyler and I will when we come back, we will have known the entire play. Yes. We will okay. be completely knowledgeable. Okay, so where do we leave off? So we left off at meanwhile the mayor of Hope Falls and the local ranchers are worried that their cattle which are uh, worried by their cattle which are inexplicably dying. The rumors of the discovery of Batboy lead them to believe he must be preying on the cattle. Um another dead cow is the song. Okay. 
So Dr. Parker returns home and is about to euthanize Edgar when <laughs> Meredith intervenes. Meredith begs Parker not to kill Edgar, and he contests when she agrees to sleep with him. Wait, I'm sorry. When she agrees to sleep with Parker? Yes. Okay, okay. Which is weird, because they're married. They're married. Well, I mean, yeah. not that not that she's obligated to by any means, but it's like agreeing Don't to... Don't you guys s- already do that? <laughs> it's like, I will, I will fuck you if you do not murder this horrible creature. Yeah, that's also weird. Um, Parker celebrates what he sees as an upturn in his failing marriage and feeds Edgar animal blood, which leads to the song Dance With Me, Darling. Okay, I can I see the connection so far. Uh, at the hospital, Ruthie is delirious from her injuries. She's the girl who was with the other two boys that found Batboy and was, like, attacked by Batboy. Yes, I remember. Okay. Ruthie is delirious from her injuries, but her mother promises the sheriff she uh, share her mother promises the sheriff will kill the bat boy or be fired. Um, Mrs. Taylor's lullaby. <laughs> Yay. With the help of Meredith pa- with the help of Meredith's patient teaching and Dr. Parker's secret feedings of blood, Edgar learns speech, etiquette, and how to dress and obtains a high school equivalent diploma. Show you a thing or two. I don't know if Edgar ages really quickly. Like uh, maybe he's fuck... just a maybe he's just emaciated from ha- from living in a cave. Yeah, maybe they call him Bat Boy because they think he's a boy, but really, and maybe it's like a Frankenstein thing, where like or monster Frankenstein, where like he looks like an adult but has the uh, like brain capacity of a small child. Well, in the original novelization, Frankenstein, he's actually very well-spoken. <laughs> oh, like, right off the bat? Yeah. I thought he, like, read a bunch and then became well-spoken. Oh, he might have done that. I, I, I don't remember the details. I just remember, like, the book, he, he was able to have a full-on conversation with Victor. But that's yeah, beside I, the point. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So that was um, Show You a Thing or Two. Yes. The town council employed Dr. Parker to prevent the reviled Edgar from attending the upcoming rival meeting. Parker protests, insisting Edgar is not a threat to anyone, but is pressured into into giving his word that Edgar will not attend the revival. Christian charity reprise. Great. Edgar begs the Parkers to let him go to the revival, a home for you reprise, and Meredith eventually relents. In... Um, Incensed, incensed by Meredith undermining his word, Dr. Parker grabs her aggressively and Edgar instinctively attacks him. Meredith runs to comfort Edgar over her husband, leaving Parker humili- humiliated and furious. Parker begins to devise a way to destroy Edgar and save his marriage to Meredith. He taunts a hungry Edgar with a live rabbit and Edgar struggles with his feral urges to kill. Just as it seems Edgar is overcoming his hunger, Parker draws blood from the rabbit and Edgar eats it. Parker gives Ruthie Taylor a lethal injection in her hospital room, intending to blame her death on Edgar. Song, Comfort and Joy. Okay, whoa, what the fuck? Uh Uh-huh. So, Dr. Parker just murdered a girl. Yeah. He just murdered someone. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Great. All right. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So, that was Comfort and Joy. um, And that's intermission. Oh, okay. Intermission. Great. Act two. At the revival meeting, um, at the revival meeting, I think this is a church thing. um, Reverend Hightower 
offers of faith healing, um, joyful noise. Um, Meredith, Shelley, and Edgar arrive, and Edgar volunteers himself for a faith for volunteers himself for the faith healing. The town are disgusted by his presence, but Edgar employs them to accept him. Let me walk among you. The town folks are won over by Edgar, Edgar's eloquence and civility and embrace him. A joyful noise reprise. I like that a joyful noise's first appearance was is song 13. The reprise mm-hmm. is song 15. So we don't really have a lot of time to let that sit before we do the reprise, huh? Where is joyful noise coming from? Joyful noise oh, is yes. the 13th song. It's literally, he comes in, he's at the revival meeting. They do joyful noise. Um, the town are disgusted by him. And he's like, no, no, no. Let me walk among you, that song. And then they're like, okay, yeah. And then it's joyful noise again. Amazing. Beautiful. So, Dr. Parker arrives at the revival and reveals Ruth has died. Ruthie has died, blaming her death on Edgar. The townsfolk are furious and once again turn on Edgar. In the ensuing struggle, Edgar attacks Rick Taylor under the pretense of tending to his wounds. Dr. Parker administers Rick with a lethal injection to serve as further proof that Edgar is dangerous. The townsfolk form a mob led by Parker and pursue Edgar into the woods. Dr. Parker has killed two people at this point. Wait, so who did he just kill? So he, um, Dr. Parker kills Rick, who was, um, one of the other kids who found him at the start. I also think Rick is the one, Rick is, um, Rick Taylor is Shelly's boyfriend and the one who threatens to kill Edgar with a knife at the start. I see. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so lethal injection is... Get, I, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what the drug exactly does to you, but I think they'd probably be able to tell if you were murdered with an injection as opposed to the wounds from getting attacked by a subterranean creature. Well, I think so. Edgar does attack Rick, um, like, accidentally. So, like, they have evidence that he attacked him. And in the heat of the moment, if Dr. Parker just kills him immediately and he has wounds that are Edgar attack wounds, Dr. Parker can just be like, oh, Edgar did it. Oh, I see. Okay, I get, I, I, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And I imagine with Ruthie Taylor in the hospital, he just, you know, cut her throat up or did something to make it look like Edgar ate her. Yes. Okay, that, yeah, probably. We haven't seen the stage play. We're just going off a of Wikipedia synopsis. Yes, which is fucking fascinating. It is. So, this is very I shocking. I need this play. Ron Taylor, determined to get revenge for his brother and sister, searches the slaughterhouse for Edgar. The mob mistake the noise coming from the slaughter- slaughterhouse as a sign of Edgar's presence, and Mrs. Taylor sets, the fi- sets fire to the slaughterhouse, inadvertently burning her remaining child to death. The sheriff asks Dr. Parker to place the mob, to placate the mob, but instead he whips them into a bloodthirsty frenzy and the hunt for Edgar resumes. More blood slash kill the bat boy. Is this a song? Yes. Sorry. Oh, that's not on Spotify. Oh, that's one of the songs from the play. Interesting. Anyways. Keep going. Okay. Back in the woods, Edgar is hungry for blood and begs Shelly to leave him for her own safety. Instead, Shelly offers her arm to Edgar for him to feed on. Inside your heart is the song. Just as he is about to bite, Meredith arrives and reveals she is Edgar's mother. 
No. Wait. Wait, so he... So him and Shelly are half-siblings. Yes. Oh, what? Okay, keep going. Overcome with grief and shame, Edgar kills a cow and runs away to hide in the cave where he is discovered. Incensized at Dr. Parker's betrayal and Meredith's Meredith's deceit, Edgar pledges to kill the pair of them and embrace his inner beast. Apology to a cow. All right. The mob arrives at the cave, as do Parker and Meredith. Together they reveal to the town that Edgar was the result of an experiment gone wrong. A young Parker accidentally spilled a prototype pheromone on Meredith, which caused him to go mad and sexually violate her. As Meredith ran home in tears, the pheromone also attracted a colony of bats that (gasps) violated her as well. Nine (sighs) months later, she gave birth to Shelley and Edgar. Repulsed by the deformed Edgar, Meredith asked Parker to kill him, but he could not, and instead left him at the mouth of a cave where the bats adopted him. What the fuck? What? Okay. That is the most so there's a lot to unpack there the first thing being um so she was raped by a group of bats yes she was raped by a group of bats yes but okay i would also like you to um this implies that (laughs) shelly was the product of her being raped by her husband and Edgar was the product of her being raped by bats, but they're twins. So, I, from one fertilized one egg and sperm from another fertilized another egg, that's not how babies work. I mean, that I, I know that does... There, no, wait, the, no, hold on. The bat, the bat sperm cannot fertilize a human egg, first of all. Okay, yes, boom. I think we're past that right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's very true. I mean, everything about this is horrible. I think the townsfolk would be like, so you raped your wife and then she and then proceeded to get raped by a group of bats. Yeah, I don't understand what they were trying to accomplish with telling the town about this. Like, what exactly does this accomplish except for the fact, oh, you guys are fucking crazy. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that I feel like that makes it worse, almost. It's like, they're like, hold on, everyone. Like, this is easy to explain. Yeah. The Bat Boy is our child because I accidentally spilled some sort of protein on my wife and then I proceeded to rape her and then a flock of bats also raped her. And uh-huh. now, now, and then she gave birth to two children who are half-siblings, one of which was a deformed bat creature who we left to be adopted by the bats. Yes. And the townsfolk don't just instantly kill them. Yeah. So then this (laughs) leads to Edgar begs Parker to kill him, but he cannot. So Edgar reveals that he slept with Shelly. Now this makes sense. Furious and overcome with grief, Parker slits his own throat, causing Edgar to leap upon him and feed, whilst Parker stabs him in the back. Meredith Meredith tries to intervene, but is stabbed as well, and the three fall to the ground dead. Finale, I imagine you're upset, and I'm not a boy. In the aftermath, Shelly and the townsfolk reflect on the tale and the lessons they have learned. Hold me, bat boy, reprise. (laughs) They're like, so what have we all learned from this? It's like, I don't know, maybe don't take some weird pheromone. Yeah. (laughs) Don't spill that on your wife. So, it only... 
So what I imagine happened up to the point when you originally read the end where he said he slept with Shelly, um, mm-hmm. um, if you gave me an infinite amount of time, literally no way that I could have guessed the chain of events leading up to that point. Oh no, this play, I'm uh, coming back in at this point. This play is a fucking buck wild roller coaster ride where each turn is not what you expect. Like, I'm reading this and I'm like, I'm sorry, what is happening? I, it's... <laughs> I, it's just so... I don't even know how to describe it. I can't even explain to you what genre this is. It's an American Is it rock- drama? It's American rock drama. American, oh yeah, <laughs> that's the genre that it says on Wikipedia. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Um, uh, supernatural, American rock, uh, comedy, drama, horror, supernatural, horror, so, supernatural, drama. I'm looking at the character list as well. Shelley Parker, the rebellious daughter of Thomas and Meredith, girlfriend of Rick, falls in love with Edgar. Why does she fall in love with her half-brother? I we're mean, spoiling what? the play. We're spoil. You need to go read the play first because we're going to spoil it all because this is a fucking buck wild play. You know, maybe don't. <laughs> don't read this. I think everyone needs to read this. I think everyone should read this. Um, but I really wish you didn't. I'm so sorry. Ooh, Ned, a rancher, usually a drag role, commonly dubbed as Ruthie. Clem, a townsman, usually a drag role. There's a lot of drag roles. There nice. are a lot of drag roles. Very camp. Um, I Pan, like that they. The ha- Greek satire god of nature. The Greek satyr god of nature, Pan. Why is he. When did he come into this play? I don't remember. Or Institute Man. You know, maybe he appeared during one of the songs. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, wait. I missed a paragraph. I'm so oh, you sorry. Did? Yes. In the woods. Sh- okay, so this is after, um, <laughs> for people who didn't read this and we're coming back into this, this is oh, after um, Rick Taylor, um, this is after Dr. Parker kills Rick. All right. Go ahead and read it. Okay, in the woods, Shelley and Meredith look for Edgar. Together, they decide that they will run away from Hope Falls and Dr. Parker. Shelley tells Meredith she is falling in love with Edgar, and Meredith's horrified response oh. causes Shelley to run away, run away deeper into the woods. Three-bedroom house. There she meets Edgar, and the two comfort each other and confess their love for each other. The Greek god of nature, Pan, arrives to preside over the union of Edgar and Shelley and help with... And with the help of the woodland creatures, children, children. Okay, I I see now because I was like, you didn't read the part where they where it said that they fucked. I know. I was like, I thought Edgar was just saying that to like get Parker to kill him because he's like, oh, this will do it if Parker knows that his twin children um, slept with each other, not actually sleeping with each other. But no, they actually did fall in love and sleep with each other. I love that. I don't, but. It's just so horrible that it's kind of like, wow. You know? So that's Bat Boy the Musical. Bat Boy the Musical. Um, um, is there anything it, more about Bat Boy? Um, it's won awards, Bat Boy the Musical. 
Um, it's won the Lucy Lortel Awards, Elliot Norton Award for Outstanding Musical Production, Richard no, Rogers Developmental Award, um, Richard Rogers Production Award, and Outer Critic Critics Circle Award. That's 20 more awards than it deserved. I will say, I have completely forgot about the original Batboy, and my mind is only filled with Batboy the Musical now. <laughs> that's that's all you can think about? Yes. I'm looking at the song summary. There are apparently 30 songs. Uh-huh. But Wikipedia only has, I mean, Spotify only has 22 of them. I'm not surprised. Stop the this bad is boy. A, this is an old um, play, so maybe they weren't able to get all of them. Like, maybe some of the recordings of some of the songs are not great. That just means we need a Bat Boy the Musical revival. New York Times Review stated, It's remarkable what this show's intelligence, wit, intelligent wit can accomplish. A giggling cult hit. The only play in history of the theater whose hero, hero ends Act 1 with a rabbit in his mouth and who moves on in Act 2 to an entire cow's head. Uh, okay, amazing. <laughs> um, I will say I did just find the script. That's great. Oh, curtain up review notes. Unless the Bat Boy the Musical gathers a cult audience, I fear it will not linger. The newspaper critics do sometimes get it wrong, but they have been less kind to Bat Boy than the West Virginians portrayed in the musical. Can I can I read to you um, the the script, the first few lines of the script? I just want to. Can... I just want to say that if I had been able to see this play, I would have made a cult like following for this i'm I know. making a cult following for it now but yes please it's never too late yeah please read me some lines okay so bat boy the musical act one scene one a cave in darkness the sound of running water out of the darkness comes the voice of bat boy singing bat boy and then this is parentheses off stage <laughs> and then in parentheses again his melodious nonsense syllables reverberate off each other. He harmonizes with his own echoed voice. Then, from above, three spotlights pierce the darkness. The spotlights come from the miners' helmets of Rick, Ron, and Ruthie, who descend into the cave on repelling ropes. All three are awestruck. They pan their spotlights across the audience. Rick. Whoa. Look at this. Ruthie. We've never been this deep before. Ron. What's that smell? Rick. I don't know. But this cave rocks. Ruthie and Ron. Fully. Ron, are we going to run out of rope? Rick, landing on stage. Nope, we have got to celebrate going deeper than any human being has ever gone before. Oh, Ruthie, God. where are we, Rick? Rick, that was a major vertical. This could be virgin territory. Ron, can, can, we, can we go back up now? <laughs> Ruthie, it keeps going down, straight down. Rick, this is a total scoop. Ruthie, all right, who's packing? Uh, okay, I'll, this is the last part I'll read. Rick, reading my mind, and then in parentheses, Rick produces a small serviceable bong. <laughs> Rick, Rick and Ruthie turn off their lights and spark up while Ron explores his surroundings. The light on his head and the occasional sparking of the lighter are the only lights on stage. Suddenly, Ron's helmet light crosses the face of Batboy. Batboy screeches. And then there's, uh, there's more. Oh, there are lyrics. Um, I'd love that there's just weed in this play. I 
need a revisal of this play desperately. Now. I need, I need it now. I need to be able to sit in a crowd and watch as Dr. Parker, a supposed hero for this story, murders two human beings while Batboy doesn't murder anyone. Yeah, <laughs> Batboy... Yeah, that's right. He doesn't kill anyone, does he? Dr. Parker is the one who kills everyone. And himself. Don't forget about himself. Yes, and his wife. And his wife. Okay, um, good. <laughs> compatibility. Do you have enough common interests, values, beliefs? Do your personalities and lifestyles sync up? Do you work well together when it comes to conflict, compromise, sacrifice, and pressure? I think Batboy and I have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I see that for you. We're both uh, just chaotic beings, constantly running from science in the U.S. government. Um, I know. That's how I describe you when I when I talk <laughs> to you about someone new. You're like, I'm oh like, yeah, I'm doing this podcast with my friend Mac. Yeah, she's constantly on the run from scientists in the U.S. government. <laughs> Listen, they, they're always on the lam. That's just how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, you? So... <laughs> I would say for compatibility, um, I'd say we probably don't have that much in common. Literally, <laughs> they do know a ton of people. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm an introvert, so that <laughs> if, you know, if we're going to be spending all our time with, like, his famous friends, like, mm-hmm. mm, no, that doesn't sound like a good time to me. I'm an introvert, but if I have the right extrovert, I can go out and do a lot. I, you know... That is relatable. I don't think that Batboy is the is the correct extrovert for me. I'm um, giving Batboy an eight for compatibility. That's the highest one so far. For compatibility, yeah. You gave yeah. Oh no, I gave No, Isabella that's the highest rating across the board. Like that no, no, no. eight is I gave, we, I gave Isabella an eight for attraction. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's uh, the highest so far monster. for compatibility. Um, I'm gonna go, I think I'm gonna do, honestly, a 3.5. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. Confidence. Um, this required, this one requires an almost entirely intuitive response. How much do you hope, want, and believe the relationship can go the distance based on your feelings as well as your perception of their emotional investment? Honestly, based on their string of lovers, I don't think it's gonna go far. I was about to say the exact same thing. It seems like Batboy, like, he, you know, he's like a serial monogamist in a way. Like, he'll he'll hang out with you for a little bit, but then once it's time for him to go on his way, he'll go on his way. Yeah, but I kind of love that. I love okay. that he is only there for... I'm like... Like, I get the confidence is supposed to be, like, the way this is phrased is, like, as long distance... But honestly, I'm down for Batboy to just come into my life, stir it up a bit, have some fun, and then leave on his own merry little way. Like, I feel like by the time he leaves, it'll be a good conclusion, you know? I guess I can see that. But, I mean, I feel like, you know, you want a monster that'll go the distance. Yeah. I definitely... Um, But, like, I feel like Batboy, like, that's just what I... I'm not expecting Batboy to go the distance. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to get what I want out of the relationship with him. 
Okay, uh, uh, that's fair. So, what would you what would you give Bat Boy on the confidence scale? I will. I'll give him six point seven five. Six point seven five. Interesting. Because, um, like, I agree. Like, I don't think they're gonna have a large emotional investment, but mm-hmm. I think it'll be fun while it happens. I, I think I'm gonna go with a five. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a five. Mm-hmm. All right, treat you right. It's already doing better than the Beast of Gudan. Already doing better than the Beast of Gudan. Um, to the surprise of absolutely zero people. Yeah. <laughs> so. How well does this monster treat you? Will they take you out to McDonald's and insist you order off the dollar menu, or they play an elaborate scavenger hunt picnic to celebrate your one month? I feel like it's just gonna be fucking buck wild, whatever we do. Honestly, I was gonna say the same thing. I I'm, I feel like Batboy is gonna rank high on the treat you right factor. Yeah, cause he's fucking king and prince, or king and president. He is constantly yes. able to evade government authorities. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like. He can do whatever and will do whatever. Like, you're like, oh, I've kind of always been interested in, like, I don't know, cave exploring. But I'm really, like, nervous about it. He's like, okay, I'll get you everything. Like, I'll find us a good guide. Like, let's go do it. Like, what's stopping you? I'm going to be the one to get you where you want to be, like, experience-wise, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I feel like I'm, like, trying to compare this to my previous rankings. For, like, mm-hmm. the Flatwoods monster and the Wendigo. Uh-huh. I honestly think that I'm going to give the Batboy an 8.5. I'm tempted to give him a 10. Like, I don't... Really? I don't know... And I don't know, again, if this is the musical. I don't know what's stopping him from not being a 10, you know? Like, if you can give me a justification for why he shouldn't be a 10, I'll bump him down. <laughs> but, like, personally... Um... For a 10, I don't know. I feel like this is kind of related to... Well, I was going to say it's related to confidence. Like, and I was going to repeat what I said about, like, he, he'll he'll just kind of bail. But, like, I don't know if that necessarily has any bearing on the treat you right factor. Yeah, because, um, like, you could have a sugar daddy. They fucking treat you right. And then once they find someone else, like, then they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like, The reason that I did not give Batboy a 10 out of 10 on the treat you right factor is just because... I I he I feel like he does maybe I like this is the musical as well. I feel like he does eat cows. Um and I feel like I don't know if you would be able to empathize with the kinds of food that I like to eat. Okay. Okay, you bring up a good point. He's getting the 9. <laughs> okay, okay. Good. I was glad I'm, I'm glad I was able to convince you. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, right." Okay. All right. Um Go so ahead. our final ratings um my final rating for him out of 40 is a 28.75 highest monster for me um this is also the highest monster for me i gave him a 23.5 Ooh. So, so yes and then the most important question is it gay i think he's pan yes i yeah. will agree with that yes yes 100 i i've literally been thinking about it this entire like like the entire recording and i'm like yeah just because the musical, can. it gave me straight vibes. But then going back to Beyonce and the half Sasquatch yes. and Dr. Ron. Yes, he's paying. He don't give a shit. He's he's into you or he's not. Absolutely. I, I was going to say the same thing. Like, if we were still talking about the musical, then yes, 100% straight. 
Um, very, very <laughs> aggressive straight energy. <laughs> Alabama straight. Yeah, Alabama. Oh my God! Yeah, Alabama straight. Oh no. Um. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was Bat Boy. That, that was, was good. That was a good one. I knew it was gonna be wild. Did not think it would be that wild. <laughs> oh, decidedly, incredibly wild. Um. Well, but I'm thank- so happy because now I have my new favorite play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll bring it back. We'll we'll get in contact with some actors. See if we can do a see if we can do a, a show. Yes. Um, Already. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> thank you for listening to Date My Monster. I've uh, been Tyler. I've been Mac. B- bye. bye. <laughs>